The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This has been an ACB Community Call. Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, August 8th, 2023. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Unmute we want to let everyone know we're going to take first hands through. So let everyone get their first questions. And if we have time, we'll definitely take second questions. Also, please be respectful so everyone can get the same respect to get their questions answered. The question of the day today is, what is your favorite weather app and why? And we also have with us today, Michael Doyce. Michael, how's it going? And why don't you let everyone know about this cool new streaming radio that we got set up sure hey marty hey everyone thanks for having me back uh so uh we what marty was referring to is we have a radio station for all things unmute presents and ia cast it's called ia cast radio and it's basically technology talk 24 hours a day seven days a week if you can't get enough of us then you know you could always listen to that so it's running all the time. You can open it as a skill on your Echo devices by telling a lady to open IACast Live. You can download the iAccessibility app, open it there. Uh, on the, the Live button, you can go to iacast.net slash listen, or you can download the Live 365 app. There's a lot of different ways to play this, and I'm always looking for more ways that we can circulate it out there. But all of Unmute's content, so all of the podcasts you hear during the week, uh, are uploaded almost daily now. And so there's always it's always random content, and of course we break in for things like this. So the show today is on IACast Radio for the first time. So it's really um, wow, and 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 so it's it's. A great, a great radio station for um, people to listen to anything about technology. So check it out. Thanks, Michael. Michael Babcock is with us as well. And Michael, what you got for us today? One of these days, I'm not going to be with you. And then you won't know what to do there, Marty. Uh, I have quite a bit. Actually, we've done that before. and You figured it out. So that was awesome. Uh, I have some content that we have published. Uh, Michael did share with us about the ia cast radio so if you don't use podcasting you'd rather just listen to a live stream of random content then that is an option uh thank you for allowing us to do that and of course like always we appreciate acb media for streaming us on acb media 5 does look like we have some background noise if you do get muted please keep yourself muted until you are asked to unmute and then we'll bring you up just to make a cleaner experience for everyone especially those who might have 
hearing loss. Yesterday, we published Technically Working, Live Sessions, Business Challenges, and Gadgets Galore was the name of the episode. Demasi and I sat down and talked about how we've configured Audio Hijack, some ways that we're using Audio Hijack. Uh, answered a question from someone who emailed us and said, actually, I think they reached out to Demasi on Mastodon and asked, hey, when you're running your own small business and you're doing the business thing, how do you overcome self-doubt? And uh, spoiler alert, neither one of us have an exact answer, but I think maybe you'll find that to be a little interesting to listen to. We also talked about some fun gadgets that you can uh, play with as well. It's available in the Unmute podcast feed. On Sunday, we shared a extra Blind Shell Classic piece of content called Saving Email with the Blind Shell Classic 2. So if someone sends you an email that you want to keep track of or that you'd like to save for later reference and you're a Blind Shell Classic 2 user, give that a listen. Saturday, uh, we republished the previous week's IA cast episode. This was IA cast 189 and the name of it is x unpacked so uh there might be some twitter discussion there maybe who knows or i'm sorry some x discussion there on friday lynn posted with marty a episode called ai um privacy and decentralization. Uh, they had an interesting discussion about some side effects of running Mastodon uh, and using Mastodon and some things that people are, are encountering. Uh, before that, on Thursday, a uh, episode that I am super excited about called the Braille Doodle. Uh, if you've heard about this device and you're like, I want more information, Daniel came on and talked with Lynn and Marty about the Braille Doodle and what it is, how you can get involved for under $100, what the price is going to be like when it comes out to the holidays, and how they're using the Braille Doodle in order to help people with learning to both read and write Braille. Very intriguing uh, unit, and I can't wait to get my hands on one. Wednesday, we published the Shell Phone Show. Demasi went in and showed you how to set up your own custom ringtones. Yes, he did use a computer from that. Yes, his speech was a little fast, but if you're interested in the general process, because he does walk you through that and explain to you what his speech said, then go give that a listen. And we will be working on some additional content to come in the near future, showing you how to download ringtones from different ringtone websites and move them on your Blind Shell Classic too. That leads us into the ACB community replay for August first. Wow. 2023. So uh, that was what we published on Tuesday. There you go, Marty. Awesome. Thanks. And if you guys have any kind of tech questions then go ahead and raise your hands. And the question of the day one more time is what is your favorite weather app and why? And Monica, why don't we start with hands? We will start with Chanel. Hello. Sorry, I am outside here um, visiting family and they can't hear the background that I know the original sound isn't on so anyway to answer your app question I just lately I've just stuck with the weather app um you know it still gives me the forecast it's still you know every now and then I get the alerts about rain starting and stopping although sometimes you know the rain has already started or stopped uh, by the time I get the alert but um I used to use Carrot Weather, and I just didn't really see a point in keeping up that subscription. So that is my answer. My question 
I'm actually very lucky enough uh, to have somebody getting me a new Mac, which I need in order to continue teaching my class. Now, why am I asking about a new Mac if I teach it? Well, I don't, I'm not, hardware is not my specialty, strong suit, whatever you want to call it. Um, I have in the past been using a MacBook Pro, but I know the um, new Apple silicon chips are better and I'm considering a Pro. But when I was looking at specs, the Air and the Pro seem to be kind of the same. So I guess, you know, I want to um, not make my family spend a ton of money. You know, I do, I need to be able to run both um, Club Deck and Zoom and stream to ACB Media, sometimes, you know, all at the same time. So that could definitely be resource intensive. So I don't know if the Pro would be better for that. Um, so just, just kind of what are your thoughts uh, after so, that long-winded spiel? So I've got a few questions. Uh, sure. How important is good sound to you as far as the computer speakers? It's okay. I'm, I'm not, you know, it, it's... I need sound, but it's not critical. I don't, I tend to like to turn things down quite a bit and mm -hmm. have things that are softer. So um, okay. it's not and, super critical. And the next question, how, how important is it for you to have two or more devices plugged in at a time? I, that is definitely important. Yeah. So if you're looking for uh, my original thought was, you know, the 15-inch MacBook Air is just a great machine just because of cooling, and, and it's a good machine if you want a little bit better sound than the 13-inch. You know, the, uh -huh. the everything else is about the same. Uh, you might get a little bit better battery, uh, and it's a good machine, but it's just the you get the two USB-C ports, and that's it, uh, plus the MagSafe. So you get two devices okay. you can in. But if, you, if sound is a, a little bit better, sound is important. And having three USB-C ports plus an mm -hmm. SD card slot plus oh, I HDMI. definitely could use the SD card mm -hmm. slot. So the fourteen-inch because I, I use the mm -hmm. uh huh the fourteen-inch MacBook Pro would be the way to go in in my thoughts. Okay. Also, just so you understand, the regular MacBook Air comes with a straightaway M2 chip, where the Pros come with either the M2 Pro, which is a bump mm -hmm. up, or the M2 Max, which is another bump up. So mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. processors in the Pros are more powerful than a regular they MacBook are. Air. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the 14-inch will give, even the, the M2 Pro will give you more longevity over time than just an M2 uh, Air. So I, I'm kind of thinking for what your needs are. I, I, if it were me, I'd go with an M2 14-inch Pro with okay. you know, at least 512 gigs. I wouldn't go with a 256. No, so. I definitely want 512. And I was mm -hmm. thinking 16 gigs of RAM because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. the one I saw started. But is the, I thought the MacBook Pro was 13-inch or is that the... They do have a so, MacBook Pro that is 13 inch, but it is an older model. So it oh. looks like the old MacBook Pro with a touch bar. If you remember that computer, yes, that's, that's the one exactly I have. what it is. They oh. didn't change anything about the outside whatsoever or the computer. The only thing they did was put an M2 chip in it. That's it. Otherwise, it's SE. like an old computer. Okay. The iPhone SE. It's like it, that's actually a good uh, comparison. It's like an iPhone SE. It, you Which get the I've never had. Chip. Okay. You get the newer chip, but the older case and the older camera. Okay. Um, 
So it, it, the camera on it is still not a good camera, but you, you know, for people that like the touch bar and for people that like, you know, that design, you know, that's what it's used for. But I, I would go with the 14 inch. It's a little more, it's the more expensive. They do start around $2,000, I believe. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. uh, look at it as like something you're going to grow into and right. get more time out of it instead of spending less money now and then right. growing out of it. Yeah. Sooner, I mean, you know? that's what I always mm-hmm. tell people, but it's one thing if somebody else is buying it for me, I don't want right. to make them. But yeah. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. And see, I, I- I like how everyone just went to the laptops. I say just get a Mac Mini with the thirty-two dollar iClever Bluetooth keyboard that AT Dice sells, and then you're good to go with that. <laughs> right, but you also need a mouse with that too. No, you though. don't. No, well, it, do you setup. use a mouse? No, just for the initial setup. But what you am I going to do with a some mouse for initial setup? You don't. Okay. No, you People... do not. Huh. Nope, I've I've you reset really this don't. Mac several times. You have, I think, in the past, just like you also do not need an HDMI connected device during initial setup either. Right. Anymore. So then so. what would be the best specs on a Mac well, on a Mac Mini then? So I guess my first question there is, are you wanting to be portable with this Mac or are you wanting to be yeah. stationary? Yeah, that's a good question. It doesn't, I don't have to be super portable. I mean. No, but you guys go away for periods of time. So you might want to be able to bring right. the computer with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but Mac minis can have good specs and they can go up to, you know, the uh, M2 Pro now. So they can be pretty beefy. It's just you're going to be adding more and more money the more you add to that. Right. Okay. Well, that's you've given me something to think about. Thank you very much. Sorry to take up all this time. <laughs> no problem. I Thanks. appreciate it. Okay. Yep. If you have any other questions, let us know. All right. Next, we have Herbie. All right. So first of all, I have a unique weather app that nobody uses anymore, I don't think. It's called The Window, and it works very well. You stick your head out of it. If a light shines in your face, you know it's sunny. And if you hear birds singing, if you get wet, then you know it's raining. And uh, that works pretty well for me. (laughs) Um, Don't need a phone to tell me what I can just uh, find out by opening the door. Um, Weather apps are useful, though, for, like, you know, emergency alerts. But even them I find useful because often I hear the thunder well before I get the tones on my phone. So, you know, it's like thunderstorm. Okay, yeah, there's the possibility of severe weather. That's good. So, um, you know, I I find that works pretty well for me, you know, and technology is useful to know things like if a hurricane is coming, you know, know, things like that. Um, That is useful to know. Um, so you I know. see we have a couple hands here, Herbie. Do you got a question? I actually do have a question, real quick. Is there a way to maximize a window in a Mac that you accidentally minimize? I want to know the answer to this too, Michael D, because I always just hit the full screen button. That's kind of what I do. I don't know that there's a keystroke, but it will be interesting to find out. So, okay, stay tuned. All right. Thanks. All right, sounds good. Thank you, Herbie. Who do we got next? Rantu. Hi. Um, it's been a while since I've been here. Welcome I, back. Thank you. I, uh, I've been working with a problem. I have an assistant here, uh, my friend Jay, who's computer savvy. And the two of us have been working on a problem and have not been able to solve it of a, an app that will make a, a list so that, uh, like, like a list for the day. And, uh, uh, we had Google, well, I'll let him speak now. This is Jay. Hi, guys. Hi, Jay. So 
we've used several list apps. I, I actually think the, the issue is um, uh, Google voice recognition. Uh, so we've used uh, Google Task. We've used the Reach. I mean, uh, um, uh, not Reach. Keep. Yeah, that one. So the issue really is we, you know, we get into it and we say make a list, uh, add an item. Uh, so one of the issues is you have to say, hey, Google, before every command, um, which is difficult for Vrantu. Um, then it, it seems to have a huge difficulty recognizing list names when you want to go back and delete an item and then add it to a separate list. Or when we have three or four lists and trying to distinguish between picking a list and adding a new list. So, you know, I, I don't know if there is a uh, better voice interface for Android phone um, than the, you know, Google Assistant and Voice Match um, or a, a better list app than the one that we have used. Uh, and we're running uh, Android 12. So this is Michael, uh, Michael B. I guess I should just start with that. Um, I wonder if working with Lick, lists with Alexa would be a better experience. Have you guys tried that? No. Um, uh, Ron2 is not a big Alexa fan. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, if this gets to the point where that is the best contingency, um, you know, it might be considered. Uh, we are working on a, a, a Windows platform, but, you know, I don't imagine that's going to make any difference when we're using the phone. Michael D., do you have any suggestions? Uh, I was giving it some thought. And so you're on Android and you're trying to do everything through um, an assistant, correct? Mm -hmm. it, are, you're not you're not using just any of the touch screen or things like that, correct? Mm -hmm. Ooh, what if have you guys explored? I think on Android, it's called voice control and then just interacting with the app through voice control, because then you could say tap new tap new and it would tap the new button. So, no, I don't think we we have done that. Um, uh, I think that was sort of at the other end of the spectrum where um, you had to name so many keystrokes that it, it became very difficult to use. Uh, mm -hmm. I'd, I'd absolutely give that a, a try again if I had uh, mis-evaluated that. Um, have you guys heard of an application called Brain A? I have not. Okay. It's a little old, but it's... Uh, Basically, an AI program that you can train to your voice to do um, a lot of things with with Windows, including you know all the applications, etc. That has an interface through Android. You can essentially access your list um, via the phone. So, something I want to mention. I know you guys are not the biggest fan of uh, Lady A or the Echoes, but Windows does have a built-in interface with that you can install with their app, the Alexa app, and if you use that, uh, you can add lists in Windows and access them from your phone as well with Android. Uh, so that that is kind of the the only other thing other than Google Assistant I could think of with the phone. So is that available through the Play Store? Alexa, the, yes. Mm -hmm. Yep, you can download uh, in the Play Store. You can with Android. You also have the flexibility of making Alexa be your assistant that responds mm -hmm. instead of Google Assistant. So you would have that same functionality if you're using the button on the Android device to trigger the assistant versus just your voice. Otherwise, you can say A L E X A or whatever you set the wake word to. Oh, you can you can you can uh, use different wake words. 
Uh, they have a list of wake words. I think it's the A word, Echo, Amazon, Computer, and Ziggy, I think. Okay. Yeah, I was not aware that you could use uh, um, Alexa uh, on a you know raw Windows or Android platform. That seems like absolutely the first thing to try. Yeah, I would try that if if you're open to that. I understand some people don't want to use uh, those devices, but if that's a possibility, you're right, Michael. I think that would be the best. Yeah, I think this is more about the hardware than about using Alexa. Okay. Cool. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Who do we got next, Monica? I think we have we questions have in Clubhouse with Jane. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Jane. Yes, we do. And uh, Greg. Hello. Um, so, Michael, this is the question I could have just probably messaged you. So this will be real brief. First of all, my weather app, I like Kirby's answer of the window, but I just use the main weather on my, I ask my A-lady, what's the weather or, you know, my phone, what's the weather and things like that. So, um, Michael, what was the name I was having a problem with um, Zoom where my ears, where the sound um, was bleeding through. What was the uh, what was the model of headset that AT guys offers to fix that um, on a PC? That would be the V7 Deluxe headset. V7 Deluxe. Okay. Yep. Um, thank you. I may have to look into that. Do you know how much that is by chance? Yeah, they're thirty nine ninety five. Okay, great. Thank you, Michael. No worries. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Next, we have Sharon. Hello. Um, Hello it's interesting that you were asking about the weather apps that you like, because that's exactly why, what I wanted to talk about today. Um, I just heard a tutorial on living blindfully about weatherology, and I downloaded it yesterday, and I really like it. I've never particularly liked the um, weather app, the native one on the iPhone. But this one I do, and I was able to set four additional cities uh, where I have family, so I know if they get alerts. And today, everybody's getting alerts, so I'm getting a ton of stuff. But one of the cool things that it has is you can listen to an audio podcast by one of their meteorologists, and it, that's kind of cool. The only thing about it is it doesn't get updated maybe once an hour, so sometimes the temperature has fluctuated a bit. Uh, it may not be exactly correct, but I think it's a very inter easy interface and I've really enjoyed it. And what are the platforms it's on? iPhone, I'm assuming? I don't know if it's on Android. I honestly don't know, but it's free. Weatherology, O-L-O-G-Y. And, um, you know, like any other application, you have to um, give it your, well, it sees your location and you have to allow it to to give you notifications and all that kind of stuff. And it has the hourly forecast and the weekly, just like the other, the weather app. I don't know. I just, I just am liking it. And I actually deleted the, um, the Apple as a weather app. <laughs> so cool. that's my take for the day. All right. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Next we have Beth. Do you mean okay. me? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. We got, not you, Elizabeth. Yep. Go ahead, Beth. Beth and I. But, oh, <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, first I want to ask, um, uh, I would go in settings and like, if I do something with voiceover, what, what does the Braille, you know, it says Braille. What does that app do? Is that for mo mostly for Braille displays? If you 
if you want to hook it up to your iPhone. Because my my age, she's not blind, but she has an iPhone. She said, oh, I saw something called Braille. And that, that reminded me because I always wanted to find that out. And I think somebody said you can read Braille on the on the phone. So and my weather, I just use the weather app on the um, iPhone. Um, sometimes I can set my location. You know, it has different like cities I've searched for in the past, but Santa Clara, I haven't. But yeah, it has Escondido, California, because that's where I used to live. But sometimes it's hard. You, you always got to set the location. I thought maybe you could set it permanently, you know, and you don't have to keep doing that every time. So is there a way you don't always have to <clears throat> set the yeah, location? You can save your, on the regular weather app that comes on the phone, you can save your locations. And then once you have them saved, the first one that comes up is going to be your current location. And then okay. once you're there, you can do a three-finger swipe right or left, depending on how many you have and where you are. And that will bring up the other saved locations that you have. You can also okay. go to your list. And then you could look at the list and see which ones. And then you can just click on one and it will open up that one. But it also gives you a smaller view if you just want a quick glance and not open up the other ones. You just see what's in front of you as the main one. And then you'll see the smaller ones with the other locations that you have saved. But but it does say save my save. Um, yeah. When you go in there, okay. yeah, you'll be able to see once you've picked one and it's open, you can save that as a location. Okay, because, yeah, good emergency alerts this past weekend. It rained and we had thunderstorm, severe tornado warnings and flash flood. We got five, about five and a half inches of rain. So we really needed it. But the weather, re the emergency is, is really good on there. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Beth. In the Braille, what what's that for on the iPhone? <laughs> that. When well, depending on what you're looking at, but that might be where you set up if you do have an external uh, Braille display and you want to use it through your phone. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah, no problem. Good luck. Thanks. Next, we have Kim. Hey, Kim. Oh, man, I couldn't find unmute. <laughs> you got um, it. I got it. I have a question. Um, On my iPhone, in the mail app, is there a way, sometimes for some reason my junk folder gets really full, is there a way to, uh, is there a delete all function? Yes. So when you get into the junk folder and you see the list of all your emails in there, on the top right corner, you go to edit. On the top left corner, you hit select all. And then on the bottom right corner, you can delete all. Okay, so it's edit, select all. Edit in the top right corner. Yeah. Then once you do okay. that, you go to the top left corner and do select all. Then mm -hmm. you go to the bottom right corner and do delete all. And you can do that in, in any folder. The inbox. Correct. The only thing is that if you do that in your junk folder or any other folder, it doesn't actually delete it. It moves it to the trash folder. So then you have to repeat that same process in the trash folder. And once you do that, then it actually deletes it completely out of the mail app and off your device. Oh, uh, well, uh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Because <laughs> at one point, my junk had... 150 something i'm like oh man i had to go through. i went through them one at a time i could not yeah. find 
That's how you do it. So now you don't have to go through that pain anymore. (laughs) Thank you. Yep. Good luck. Thanks. Next we have Pam. Hello. Uh, Maybe I can give a little tip for Beth about the, about Braille, depending on where you are, uh, which group of settings you're in, it could mean where you set up a Braille display or if, if you're in, in your voiceover settings, there's something called Braille screen input. And that is not for reading Braille. It has nothing to do with a Braille display, but it's like having an alternate keyboard, if you will, that works supposedly like a Perkins Brailler. I'll tell you, I have never had real good luck with it, but I guess I haven't given it enough time. Who knows? Uh, but um, if you're talking about Braille screen input, that's that's what that is. But if you're in your keyboard area, keyboard settings, um, then Braille is going to be um, where you would set up a Braille display. And my for my weather apps, of course, I like the the native one. I'm I'm a long, long time iPhone user, so I've kind of, I guess you could say, grown with the native app because it's been through so many iterations over the, well, since 2014, I guess, when I got my first iPhone. Uh, I also have a NOAA, N-O-A-A, weather radio app. I don't remember right off who the developer is, was. It's an older app, but it still works, and it's it's quite good. You can, assuming the um, station is actually online working, you can get your local, listen to your local NOAA weather radio channel, and you can program it to um, alert you by a very small area, like like by your current location. And so you're not getting waked up in the middle of the night when an alert goes off in a county east of you and the storm is moving farther away from you and you know you're not going to get hit. And yet this stupid weather radio woke you up in the middle of the night. Uh, I also have one called uh, Weather Gods, which it has some really nice features on it. It's expensive. I'm thinking about uh, contemplating un- canceling my subscription because you to get a lot of the features, <clears throat> you have to subscribe, and it's it's a bit pricey. The only problem with it is so, sometimes I wonder what planet they're on when they where they take the uh, readings because it's. Not anywhere close to where I am, even though it's set for current so location. Pam, so, uh-huh. Can I interrupt you real quick? So Please. you would you would say the weather app is your favorite app right now, probably, correct? Either that or the some of the local or gotcha. local TV channels have their own weather apps, and those are also quite good. Very good. Well, did you have a question? We appreciate the tip. I, I do, do so not. A couple not today. Yet. I don't. Now, some days I do, but not yep. today. Not Perfect. yet. <laughs> thanks, fam. One, appreciate one it. will probably happen at bedtime. That's when it usually <laughs> That's comes how up. it works. Well, thanks a lot. 
Who do we got next, Monica? We have Janet, or would you like to go to Clubhouse? Uh, Let's go to Clubhouse real quick. That's what I thought. Okay, Jane. We have DJ. Hey, DJ. Hi, can you guys hear me okay? Yep. Okay. Um, Because I turned voiceover off. I didn't hear it speak on purpose, so it doesn't interrupt. Um, Weather app. I just use the native one and... But you got to remember, I don't know how accurate it is in in terms of where all the storms have been, because I live in Southern California, and uh, I already have something for earthquakes, so which is what we worry about. Anyhow, I have a question. Can you give me uh, a where to go to learn via your guys' site? And I haven't looked at it yet, but um, how to make um, what do you call them? lists? Like lists that uh, let's see everything. Something goes directly, and what I'm, smart list? That's what kind of device are you on? Are you looking for your phone, your iPhone, or what kind of device? Okay, it, the device is my iPhone Mail, and uh, something like also, and I mean, I'm covering also um, podcasts catchers like overcast i mean you know so people don't have to go and do do all the moving around into files manually and this little advanced thing for a particular class that i assist in so So it sounds like you're you're trying to learn actually how to interact with the shortcuts app does that sound correct to be able to automate things on on your device and you're trying to be able to automate how to uh, add like different emails to a list and podcasts to a list. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause is it basically what it's, let me ask you this then, cause it may be that, and I'm not sure. I used to remember way back in the nineties, late nineties. And that, that, um, you know, certain terminologies would automatically trigger certain events, yep. so- which the automation does. Is that what's coming along? Like I find all of a sudden uh, I'm looking in an inbox or all mail. Well, that might not be the case in inbox. And I think I'm looking for something that I didn't get. The DJ. And um, it turns out it's an important list. And yeah. So, so that can, that can be some it. of the automation. I'm not aware of, well, the, where Michael, what's that website that, uh, Mac stories. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, I would explore Mac stories uh, on your own. And if you have any direct questions, because I do see we have several hands on, I'll make sure we get to everyone. Yeah. Shoot us an email and our email address is feedback at unmute.show. Um, but check out Mac stories and that'll give you a quick yep. brief. Like you can find information about what type of automations are available on your phone now. Yep. Oh, okay. Start there. Yep. Start at Mac stories and then shoot us an email or tune in next week. And uh, we can start covering some more automation stuff. Okay. Thank you. No worries. Monica, who do we got next? Janet. Hey, Janet. Thanks for your patience. Hello. um, Great job on your um, trigger grill um, description earlier today. Um, My my weather app is uh, weatherology as well. Um, a lot of the radio stations use weatherology for their forecasting and stuff. And the, how I found it is, I just said, "Hmm, I wonder if I wonder if this weather place has an app." 
I typed it in nice. and it came up. So and do you have a question, my... Janet? Yes. Go for go it. Ahead. I, I, I was waiting for your question, so go for it. Oh, I don't have a question. I was just um, saying my, my favorite weather app. And also a lot of the TV stations have weather apps, too. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Next, we have Weatherology seems popular. What was that, Monica? Sorry. Sorry. Next, we have Aaron. Hi, Aaron. You are unmuted, but we don't hear you. So we will go to Nolan and come back to Aaron. Hello. How are you guys doing on this Tuesday afternoon? Good. Thank you. You? Good. Thank you. So I have a question and it pertains to mac os is there a keyboard is there a keyboard command for for uh adding an application to the dock as a voiceover user or no there is and now i'm trying to remember what it is so i will give you the directions i wasn't sure if michael was going to jump in with the keystroke real quick but if you do vod to take you to the dock Mm-hmm. And then you locate the app that's already open that's on the dock. Typically, the app that the most recent apps are going to be on the far right of the dock. You'll do mm-hmm. a VO shift M on that application. And then you can go down to uh, the option that that you can uh, pin that to the dock. Okay. Yeah, because um, I just re- so last week I did a software update. For Mac OS 11.7.9, and it prompted me. So I lost the Safari application and it got moved out of the dock. So gotcha. I want to add it and back where it belongs. Yeah. Um, and actually, that option, just to clarify, uh, and so give it a try and then send us an email if you have any problems, is under, you may find it under the options submenu on the VO Shift M menu. Okay. I will do that then. Thank you for your assistance, Michael. You, You're welcome. Have a great day. Who do we got next there, Monica? We'll try Aaron. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, yes. we can hear you now. Oh, great. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a question here regarding, uh, uh, you know, those automated uh, lightings on the house. So uh, I'm trying to figure out, uh, because we have a Google uh, Assistant here, and uh, I wanted to uh, figure out what is the uh, accessible thing to use? Is it uh, the Philips U brand for the lighting or the TP link? If any of you have experience using those apps to control them, so I I do a lot with uh, uh, lights and home automation. Um, I'm about to be moving, and so I'll be putting a lot of that stuff up in the new apartment more so than here. But I've always had very good luck with Philips Hue. Uh, I have not used the app in some time, but I believe it is accessible. I don't see why not. But you could do a lot of the things in the HomeKit app or uh, the Google um, equivalent. I think they have a Google Home app as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And and so a lot of those things, at least on iOS, I was able to use the app with VoiceOver the last time I've used it, which has been, uh, you know, once you get things set up, you don't really have to use their apps much anymore um you could just use the the assistant uh or the google home app but i've i've had very good luck with the philips hue lights that's been basically all i've used they are expensive i only buy the the color uh bulbs which are when i was buying them they were 60 dollars a pop but 
I'm I'm sure they've come down, or I hope they have by now. Uh, so they're they're great lights. Um, they work well. Uh, so that that's been my best experience. But I've been using them since Philip was Philips was kind of the the thing that was, uh, you know, started a lot of it. So I haven't tried the TP Link myself. So yeah, can I have a follow up question, real quick? Sure. Yeah. How do you uh, how do you like blend the colors of that lights, or is it automatic? Because I have a child and I need to make sure that he can see very well uh, when 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 we turn on the lights. You know. So at least I haven't used it on Android, so uh, keep that in mind. But on iOS, there's a color picker uh, in Control Center where I could change, or from in the Home app where I could change the lights color. Uh, to be any random ones, or you can ask Google Assistant. I know this for sure. You could say, change the living room lights to yellow, or change the uh, dining room light to uh, white, or you know, all different colors, blue. So you can pick whatever colors you want, and as long as Philips or oh, okay, whatever, yeah, I, I, I thought colors. I would need to like tweak it or something like a no, mix you, and match you, or something like that. <laughs> they have presets. Yeah. yeah, it's very easy to do. Okay, well, thank you very much for help. Uh, have a very good day to you. Mm-hmm. You too. Next, we have Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth, thanks for your patience. Hey, no, it's okay. I'm sorry I stepped on Beth. I didn't realize that that there were two Elizabeths on the group. Um. Okay, so I have got a Windows 10 machine and there's an i it's got an i7 processor which is reasonably fast and it's got um a bunch of memory so that's pretty fast but I noticed in the last 3 or 4 months that it that jaws was not working effectively with it in the sense that jaws would um behave poorly um sometimes it would quit sometimes it would i mean like i would get no speed it would it would stutter there would be problems okay so in the last three or four months there's been a lot of windows updates at least i've had a lot of windows updates so there's been a lot of windows 10 updates and then last week i forget which day there was a giant jaws update I'm in 2023. So I've got the latest version of JAWS and I always keep it up to date. And I notice after that got through that my system seems to be running more smoothly and working more effectively the last few days. Now, I maybe it's just hope or something, but it does seem to be running more fluidly and, and just better. Has anybody else experienced anything like that? Oh. I'm going to jump in here because it sounds like what could have been happening is maybe you were encountering a a bug with the JAWS software that was causing some some sluggishness that you were experiencing and the update fixed that. That's why I always encourage people. I get the concern about accessibility uh, when you update your software breaking things. But once you know that things work, I recommend updating because you'll find that sometimes things like that does happen. Uh, Michael D can speak for that, that it's always nice to hear and maybe drop an email to Vespero and let them know about your experience so they know that something that they may have changed may have fixed well, Vespero, it. Vespero, that's not... interesting. When I talked to Vespero, they had no idea what could be causing yep. the difficulty mm-hmm. and they had no idea how to track it down. And but now, 
But yeah. now if it's making it better, then maybe that. Well, might I'm going to wait a little while because uh, I want to make sure it's the truth, because they suggested that I reinstall Windows, which I thought was a little drastic. And before I did that, I would go and I mean, this was one Jaws person on one, you know, mm-hmm. one. So, you know, I don't know if this was like what what everybody there would have done. But I I instead um, just waited for these updates to work out. And the other thing that I did is I use I know you've never used apparently none of you use C Cleaner. I use C Cleaner. I've always liked C Cleaner. It cleans up a lot of garbage that does not get especially the health check and stuff the a lot of stuff that does not get cleaned when you do um disc cleanup and stuff so i i highly recommend it it's free and that's good um but the other thing that i i wondered about is i'm using um um i'm using eset security suite which has antivirus and also um um malware protection and stuff a lot of people seem to just be relying on windows defender do you want to comment about that so i'll I'll briefly comment and then i do see we have four hands so we've got to get on to oh, those dear. hands i yeah. just use windows defender uh, on it. windows and i may not be the best example because my primary computer is a mac but uh windows defender seems to work but thank you elizabeth monica who do we got next deborah thomas hey deborah if not, we'll go to Desi. Hi, Desi. Hey, Desi. Hey. Um, okay, I have a question about... Um, I I am the permanent host for Gospel Sing on every other Sunday night um, with the ACB community. And um, we had a person coming in the other night who wanted to, um, wanted to play a live instrumental um, hymn. And uh, they actually started out sounding really good, but their um, sound started really cutting out a lot. And so we suggested that they turn on original sound, which they did. They were using an iPhone, and I don't know what vintage. Um, But And so it started out really good, but then as it went along, it started really cutting out again. and losing all kinds of notes and and so um i wondered if there's anything else we could have this person tweak so that he could play his song um which started out like i said to be really nice well, the first thing I would suggest is making sure he checks his bandwidth because if it was working fine and then all of a sudden it was starting to go in and out and have issues, he might have been having bandwidth issues, you know, with his internet. Um, mm-hmm. So that could be one thing. We have no idea what his setup is or anything like that, but right, definitely right. that would be something to check. If he has a lot of other people in his house, maybe they can not be on the internet for the five minutes he's running his song so that he can get more bandwidth. Or if he has the capability of being able to plug in directly and not doing Wi-Fi, that might give him a little more uh, speed there. On an iPhone, though, so yeah. Oh yeah, from an iPhone, yeah, you're not going to be able to. Yeah, he's doing it from his iPhone, and and I don't know, it might be a bandwidth thing. But what's weird is that, like I said, it would start out sounding really good. And then it would just, you could hear like every fourth or fifth note. <laughs> would it cut out or just be choppy or or what would you hear? 
I would say it cut out because there were notes that we didn't hear, mm-hmm. but then then they'd come in nice and strong and then they'd go away. And um that, I thought about like, I thought about um you know having a I don't remember if we suggested that you turn off audio decking or not. Um but I wasn't sure if there was anything else that we could suggest to him to do. Is he holding his phone just like up to the microphone or is he actually running it through, you know, an interface or something like that? No, he was just using his phone with the zoom app and he had his his settings set to original sound. And then actually he was playing his saxophone. So I don't think he was holding onto his phone at all. Probably had it, um, you know, on a table or something. Yeah, um, it's, it sounds like his internet connection from, from all indications. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yep. Good Thanks, luck. Susan. Thank you. Thanks. Mike, it's Deborah. Hi, Deborah. Hi. Sorry about that. Uh, I uh, thought I was unmuted, but I, I guess I would. I have a question about the uh, Braille screen input. Okay. Um, um, I'm getting, I have an iPhone 10. And I am getting used to swiping, you know, for around for things. But I'm wondering if I change to Braille screen input, mm-hmm. would that interfere like um, with me swiping to get into different things like my email? And no. okay. No. So Braille screen input is only that it's, it's for when you're typing. And okay. uh, right now, unless someone tells me something different, I'm okay. unaware of making Braille screen input be the default way of inputting when you okay. tap on an edit field. So your keyboard will work as you normally expect it to, unless you yep. specifically use your rotor and switch to Braille screen input. At that point, your phone will okay. automatically go into landscape mode. And then you can start using it in either screen away or desktop mode. And if you shoot us an email, we can go more in depth into the differences of those if you don't know. Um, so okay. you're, you're, it's not going to interfere with your normal voiceover gestures. And it does mm-hmm. give you added benefits. So, for example, if you know okay. the first couple of letters of a app, and I learned this from Herbie, uh, you mm-hmm. can switch to the Braille screen input on the home screen with your rotor. And then start using the Braille commands to start typing the first few letters of the app. When you hear what mm-hmm. you hear, what you need to open, two-finger flick to the right, and that'll open the application. So in some instances, it can make navigating things like that easier, but your phone will not change. Okay. Now, my other quick question, because I'm a lousy speller at the best of times. So if I was doing Braille screen uh, input, um, how do I know you have to use the router for spell like uh, misspelled words as they, as it mm-hmm. says. So um, would you just uh, sort of do that funny little um, two finger like dial on the phone to so get could, to letters? You could do that for spell check, but there's also, and I don't remember the gesture. If you send us an email, I can look it up for you if you don't have it. Um, a gesture that will let you actually do the spell check while you're in Braille screen input. So you don't have to switch around in your rotor is my understanding. Okay. So what is, what is the, uh, the email address feedback at, what is it? Unmute.show. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for that, Mike. No problem. Thanks a lot. Um, Monica. Sheila. Hey, Sheila. Thank you for your patience. Hey, Hey guys, real quick. Um, 
I just opened up my Microsoft Word folder and all of my documents have reversed and I haven't done a flipping thing. So how do I reverse them back? So I haven't touched it. Yeah, the order. So like all your Z's are at the top, exactly. for example. Yes. Um, and are you on 11 or 10? 10. Um, I'll see if I can find the shortcut. And if I can't find it, I'll text it to you. There is a keystroke that will let you uh, switch. But ultimately, what you're looking to do is go to the view menu, choose sort, and then choose the opposite of what they're currently sorted by. Okay. All right. So view in the menu. Yep. Okay. Thank you. In in file explorer. So when they're yeah. when the folder is showing, go up to view. Okay. Thanks. Yep. Got time for one more, I think. I'm gonna go to Doc. Okay, Doc. Hi, Doc. Uh, yeah. Um, well, for weather, I use Lady A. And uh I have Windows eleven up to date on JAWS and Office twenty one. And I've been having a problem with JAWS shutting down. And I've tried everything I could think of, even, you know, doing the Windows, JAWS 2023, et cetera. And it won't restart. The only thing I can do is restart my uh, computer. So have you reached out to Vespero Tech Support? Because I think one of the things they might ask you to try would be, I think you can reset your JAWS settings to default and see if one of your settings is is causing the error. Or is it happening when you open a specific app consistently? Can you tell? No, it seems like sometimes it's with uh, when I'm doing a, a, a shift tab and then uh, not a shift tab. Uh, uh, alt tab and then add the shift tab into it or or try to go back up in it's usually in that maneuver and it just shuts down yeah i'm not certain um well i was just doing this because uh, somebody else had asked if anybody else was having that problem gotcha yeah thank you so so you're letting them know that you're encountering that as well and and you did the update and you're still encountering it yeah, I, I think it ends in 37. Okay. Well, perfect. Thanks for letting us know it's not ideal, and hopefully it's something that can get resolved. We appreciate you letting us know about that, though. Okay. Take care. Thanks, Doc. Bye. All We're right. Completely out of time. Yep. Let's go ahead and wrap that up real quick, and stay tuned to ACB Media 5 for Games to Play with Lady A next. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. Monica and Jane, as always, you guys are awesome. Thanks for helping us out. Everyone else, if you need to get a hold of us, if you have any questions, you. you can reach us at feedback at unmute.show. Everyone have a great week and uh, we'll see you next time.